0: You have found the Redhead Family Therapy Guy and a Mike podcast, looking at mental health through a pop culture lens.
1: Episode two, it's happening right now. We're back and really where we're going with this, um, which you'll hear when we talk about episode two today, is really, we we really are are niching ourselves or finding our our focus in talking about mental health and then talking about in stories. And then we want to interview some people. Like I know some just amazing, fascinating, fun people um that have other you know youtube channels or authors and uh there's some other people that i just know that are just fantastically interesting people that we just want to we think it'd be fun so we're gonna have bonus episodes where we do an interview so we're gonna have our thing where we can talk therapy stuff and movies and hopefully have fun but then we're gonna try and see what it's like to interview we're talking about learning to know thyself yes love thyself Yep. Through the lens of the Karate Kid.
0: Now, this is a beloved movie for me. Yes. I freaking loved Karate Kid. So, as a as a kid, uh, so I grew up in Vegas. If if <laughs> if anyone <laughs> doesn't know, it's desert. Not hmm. much grows there. Seriously. Yes. It. I know. I. I what. Yeah, it is
1: surprising. Honestly, I'm sorry. It. I'm going to offend some people here. I think Arizona is so like the Arizona area like that whole area I went through there once. It's ugly. It's
0: just brown. <laughs> I And it was love, so just I love the heat. Oppressively hot. I don't even understand you. It is you. it is brown. So so Vegas, I mean Vegas has tree I mean the strip, you know, it brings in a lot of a lot of diversity within plants and But anyways, my 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 story. Yeah. So I loved. I, I I still love Karate Kid. And growing up, I always wanted a bonsai tree. Dude, I always wanted a. We bonsai didn't even tree. talk about this. I did too.
1: I had one. I've did had you, two. I, I've killed them both. <laughs> <laughs> I had one. And I don't. It, have, it didn't last long. No, I'm gonna try again.
0: I'm gonna try again. I'm doing it again. I my mom found one. Um, I think it was a guy. Like on like in the dirt. On like a corner, right? Because there's there's no grass; it's just all dirt. There. Like, wait, hold on. She Selling found, bonsai trees.
1: Oh, okay. I thought like yeah, in the like wild, like Miyagi. Yeah, like he found maybe, she found
0: Miyagi I, like standing in the corner. I Actually, thought, my my best friend growing up, his uncle was Miyagi. No, he's not. Like, like in real life.
1: Like he was, um, a, a actually it was his like he great was, uncle. He was like a mentor, like a karate no, it was guru. Like,
0: no, it was, I don't know the actor. Pat, yeah. Pat mm, something. It, it, that was his uncle.
1: uncle. Horrible. I'm going to have to IMDB. Okay. Look it up. While I'm telling my story.
0: Yeah. You keep talking. So yeah, she found, she found, uh, a, a, a guy, uh, or, or just a, like, a anyone from Vegas you know they always have the people on the, the corners just selling stuff and only and a, it's only in Vegas just in that. Vegas it's only a Vegas thing um thank you for for clarifying <laughs> so she, saw there was a the- guy selling bonsai trees and she bought me one it had a blue vase nice. and That's awesome. I uh, I was so in to like like becoming the karate kid that I uh, basically cut it down to just the stump because i was trying so, to, to get my inner chi so right i was trying to really visual, you trusted your inner <laughs> too much vision and it yeah. nope didn't work i it out. It may not have known myself that um well,
1: I guess. why does it not list all the people oh here it is hold on yeah pat,
0: this pat uh i'm gonna say was it with wrong. an m
1: m-o-r-i-t-a Marathi? yeah Maratha? it yeah. doesn't it doesn't give like a
0: but yeah, Pat, God rest his soul. He I know he died a little yeah, while ago. Yeah, that but. was I think it was his mom's uncle. I never met him, but he, that they would hang so out. With him. I know, freaking cool. It is amazing. Um I feel so like cool right now
1: yeah so i um i just love this movie i i think i always wanted to be in karate as a kid so so the kid thing for me like the kid things for me were like star wars and outer space and anything outer Mm -hmm. space stuff Yep, sci-fi for sure um like transformer Mm -hmm. and voltron i was a huge like i was a big voltron fan and then like karate stuff and like i discovered do you remember like the old tv like you know there was the main channels like three six ten you know, the ABC, NBC, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. And then like there was the UVF or whatever it was. Yeah. And there was like all of the channels. And yeah. then like you could find on Saturdays and Sundays the classic Kung Fu
0: movies. Oh, okay. Dude, I, fell I wasn't in sure where love. you're going. Dude, I, I wasn't sure if fell... you're going to like scrambled channels <laughs> or
1: something. I was, I was <laughs> With an that, antenna? <laughs> no, I don't have a
0: I don't have a dish. That's dude. true. You have <laughs> to have cable, dish, right? Okay. That's, that's, that's yeah, dish dish technology. Technology. Topic.
1: different topic. We never had dish technology. That was never a
0: temptation or <laughs> a struggle for me. Yeah. So like are you talking about like kung fu or yeah, you like about, yeah. old classic kung fu? Mm-hmm. And I
1: fell in love yeah. with those. And I discovered those before
0: Karate Kid. And so I just loved Karate Kid. I just so loved. I, Kid. I I like I I had seen like Bloodsport, um, a lot of the Van Damme movies. <laughs> that that's where he's showing off his his backside and butt. yeah, where he's <laughs> naked. And after he punches, his he maintains the hold for like twenty seconds while he's screaming. <laughs> What's the one? Is it Bloodsport where he does, like, uh, I'm
1: so uneducated. No, I'm so uneducated in uh, MMA-type fighting where, uh, like, it's... Um, there's a style of fighting out of the Asian part of that world. Is like Muay
0: Thai? Is it Muay Thai? Yeah, so he, they like. Like Van Dam's a kickboxer, if right, I remember but right. But he
1: like is training and he's like in some like Filipino, South Asian, Thailandy kind of country. And they're like, there's a guy, like this little guy who's like his mentor. And he's like dropping these like seed yeah. pods from yeah. like a tree on a Yeah, belly that's or blood, or sport. Or that blood sport. Like
0: they're stretching him and stuff. <laughs> hey, it's, it's Van Dam. <laughs> Van Dam's awesome. And then there Chuck Norris. A, a lot of Chuck Norris movies. I
1: never watched Chuck but there was another one that I was a huge fan of where it was like the US American team they put together oh best of the best
0: oh holy cow as a kid best of the best I watched it the other day I watched it with Heather and I was like oh man it was so not as awesome as I remember it it's so bad as a kid, oh, I was obsessed, okay, with okay, so of the Best. I
1: watched that one with I think it was with nicola maybe no, it might not have been that one, but then there was the one with the with the black kid who was like super proper and he went to this like Asian guy that was his trainer, and then there and there's like a dance like the lady new karate kid? no, no, it's like this what? dance lady and he like he's trying he has to like go on this quest and like have somebody like he has oh, to I learn. Don't know. Oh, I'm going to have to look that one up uh, while we're talking. This is old. Old. It was from that same era. Oh, and he like got know. the glow. He like had the glow and he had to like figure out how to like, get, oh, I'm going to have to look it up. I mean, I remember so funny. Golden Child. No, that's like But Eddie that's Murphy, an Asian right? kid. Yeah, with Ad- Eddie Murphy. No, what, no, he's like a karate, like he's like a, he's like an African-American guy or black guy, like in I a don't. inner city.
0: A young kid. Yeah. Like a teenager. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Did and you ever like, watch Sidekicks? Yes, that one I love too. That had Chuck Norris. I
1: remember being older and feeling like that was a little silly. So I started to mature and realize how bad the bit. movies were. But, yeah, but Karate Kid, I think is mature. I think Karate Kid is timeless. Yes, and fantastic. So we're going to be talking about knowing thyself and learning to you know care about thyself or you know love yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a common thing. This is a common theme. You know, we hit this very like central thing with emotional regulation. Our first episode. And this one, it's like, all right, what are the, like, these key things? And yeah. knowing yourself is really a key aspect of health. Definitely. And so when you, so when we throw that out there, like what's the idea of like what do you think as a therapist? Do you, do you orient yourself in this way when you work with your clients? Um, like what do you think it means to like know
0: yourself? Well, I mean I, I think a lot of things. But I think knowing myself I, I think to some degree has to do with – Attachment, right? So, am I securely attached? A- am I, I not? How do I perceive, um, perceive events, right? How do I perceive things, interactions in my life? Do they play? Do they weigh down on my worth or my value, or, or am I able to to regulate? Am I able to deal with those things without allowing them to play into? To my value or my worth. I, mm-hmm. I think some of those things come coming up to your mind. So yeah. attachment is
1: an aspect. So when you're thinking about clients mm-hmm. and how, um, their
0: confidence or their sense of resilience, you're jumping to attachment thoughts. <clears throat> Probably. I mean, I, I think it also, it depends on what they're coming with. So, so typically when I'm thinking, know thyself or where they're at, I'm probably listening to what is the rhetoric they're giving me. What what are they saying? Like what the are problem, their concerns? Like the problem talk. Yeah. How how are they coping? And then then I think from that I'm developing is like where is the. The concern is there uh, uh, self worth. Is there a negative self view? Is there some story that they've developed of of inadequacy? Uh, I'm looking a lot of times for that, and I think a lot of times I do attach or, or connect that to maybe attachment issue, mm-hmm. attachment injury. That's where you
1: times. jump with when you see that people struggling with that. A sense of A lot of the times,
0: and not all the time. It just depends.
1: Yeah, I I think it's so integral. You know, because, so, you know, my favorite stuff to do or my, my my real wheelhouse, I feel like in therapy that I really, really enjoy is working with couples. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me a huge part of having a healthy relationship is having a strong sense of what, where is my trauma? Where is my weakness? Where is my insecurity? Where is my need? You know, that's a lot of times what I'll work when I work with a couple and, you know, they're getting into their whole fight cycle or dynamic you know in the EFT what's the language about identifying that so like the tango the the tango right so and so you know when I'm when I'm when I'm conceptualizing of the tango one of the things I'm thinking about is how well because the tango correct me if I'm wrong because you've done more EFT stuff is is about helping the
0: spouse
1: understand emotionally what's going on for the individual, right? Yeah,
0: it's like the dance of the relationship. It's, It's the cycle, the attachment cycle that's going on and helping that come to life so that we can see that, hey, there's... Maybe it's not the anger that's really the issue or the criticism, the pokes that are the issue, but maybe there's something underneath that. The rejection. Maybe there's pain and hurt underneath that. And if we can bring that to the forefront, which is scary, right? That's not oh, the it's easy terrifying. part. Right. But if we can bring that to the forefront, which, then maybe the tango can result in in connection, right. which creates or breeds healing, right? Right, right. Because it, essentially what comes out of that work is, oh, I get it.
1: Yes. For for both. And Mm -hmm. I get, and I, if I'm talking about it, you get, I have the, what's that called? Felt experience or felt? Yeah. So, so the felt, yeah. Felt Felt sense sense of security Mm -hmm. or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like this idea of, I, I have the emotional experience that you get it. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so that's what you're negotiating for in this fight cycle. Right. And so you know, before I had any exposure to EFT, I was noticing like, okay, well, if I'm going to communicate w- w- what my need is, or mm-hmm. that's when I'm, that's what we're fighting about, right? Is yep. we're fighting about me trying to get my needs met. But like, if I don't know
0: exactly what I need, exactly. like if I don't know what my problem is, yes. it's so funny. <laughs> well, well I, and that's where the criticism and the pokes right, come from, and because, the criticism and all. Because that. that's easier to. That's easier to say that's the issue. To blame. Then yeah. It's easier for me to say, John, you're an a-hole. And and why do you Jerk. keep doing this? Get it, you know, you never get always- it right, man. Like fix it. It's easier for me to say that right. than to say, I feel. feel so horrible. Like, I feel like I'm not enough. I right. feel like I there's nothing I could do that could be enough for you. Like I'm a bad person. How could you love me? And I'm scared. I'm alone. And it's scary to say that because what if your spouse says, well, yeah. 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 Oh, you figured it out. Yeah. (laughs) So so we don't. So the thing
1: I started laughing about is because it's interesting how many times I'll be in a session and I'll slow it down Mm -hmm. and I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll I'll get the client to recognize that they're trying to get a need
0: met and I'll say, well, what do you need? And they'll be like, I don't know. I need them to, I need my spouse to stop screwing around. Right? Like, like I need no, them to care more about but, me or I need them well, to do this or do well, that.
1: Well, the thing that's hilarious is like, they'll be like, I don't know. And it's like, okay, sure. well, you want them to love you, but you don't even like, yeah. what do you need, right? And so that's that first step. That's where I'm going, where my thoughts process was this is like, you know to cultivate a healthy relationship or to have awareness awareness Mm -hmm. of what is my thing sure like what is my wound or what is my insecurity because here's the thing like we are all going about projecting Mm -hmm. that all the time yeah right like this is something that was i guess i can talk about my marriage hopefully my wife can criticize me later i guess but (laughs) but like um you know, I came to realize that at some point, like, oh, I feel invi- like, so my thing, I'll just be vulnerable. Like my thing is like feeling invisible, Yeah. right? Like, you know, growing up w- with the family struggles that were in my family, uh, my older brother, uh, parents got divorced when I was a senior in high school. And so like feeling like, I wasn't seen, that I wasn't Mm -hmm. valued, and so I felt invisible. And so there are these times in our relationship, and like I, I'm feeling invisible. That's coming up because of whatever buttons are being pushed for me, insecurity or stress of you know we were poor or struggling in graduate school or whatever it was. And so I project that and go after my wife for a need but like i have to realize like is that about the relationship or i'm feeling stressed somewhere else in my life and then i'm going to the relationship and projecting yeah. that insecurity that fear onto the relationship and there might be something oh sorry there might be something going on in the relationship um, that that's relevant to but not like the way that i describe it to the clients it's like okay you're feeling abandoned right, right. and you had a fight and your spouse like went out the door right but like how much of that pain of abandonment is about what happened in this moment like you were going after him like he was getting angry and he decided to like step out of the conversation and maybe he could have said which would always be good i need to take a break for a minute can we come back in a half an hour i'm gonna go out i can't do this right now Mm -hmm. but um you know, so then, oh, I feel abandoned. He left. It's like, but you feel abandoned to like, you're getting divorced. Nobody ever is there for you. And it's like, well, you know, you had a fight. He just, you know, he needs a half an hour to chill out. So he doesn't say something stupid. He realizes that, but you're feeling it to a 10, but what is going on is like a four. Right. Yeah. And so it's this notion of being aware, like, where is this coming from? And that's
0: often where we go back and dive into, well, well, what's going on for you? What's your history here, right? Yeah. Understanding what is your self view saying? And what are you believing? What are you believing to be real? Uh, and are you able to differentiate or, or to notice that this is maybe maybe a, a self belief versus what's actually happening in the in relationship? The moment, in the yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. So, what do you? What have you
1: seen in counseling that are like the barriers <clears throat> to? When clients really struggle mm-hmm. to see like you're trying to help them connect the dots, right? Like between like some abuse that, that they've been through. Maybe they've, you know, they've
0: opened the door to some kind of history. So pain for sure. It's it's so painful, so scary that it's it's not, it, it's just not something that, that they Anything can get access. to. Like you really have to what we call build that window of tolerance right mm. get them to a place where they can feel safe and and so as a therapist you try to do that with them right so so I try to engage the spouse or whoever, if it's whatever it is, the person, because I'll do it individually too, depending on the issue, try to engage and then develop that safety. And you do that through what, like empathic conjecture you throw out like, Hey, it's this or it's that, or, you know, you're don't trying you to love that guess when, basically <laughs> right. Or trying to, don't you love it when they tell you no to every single thing? Oh <laughs> yeah. And, and, and for me, I'm just queuing in. Okay. It's deeper and it's hard as a therapist because sometimes that's not I'm it. like, maybe I am not there. Maybe I'm wrong, especially if it's a constant. No, that's not it. That's not it. I'll start. I'll have some of that in my back of my mind, that second guessing after be like, no, you know what? There's something there. I can feel it, but I have enough hours with couples or enough hours with individuals You're to like, know it's got to be one of these. There. it's got to be yeah. one of these six things <laughs> right like, and so you 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 try to get in and and so it's amazing it's it's really beautiful to me when you finally get the crack so and the crack is usually emotion right, right. It's well usually, right it's usually crying or tearing right. up or just right. a pause and that's because that's exa-
1: i mean that's what they're paying us to do yeah. they're paying us to make them cry Yes, that's the whole point. You <laughs> go to therapy. So your therapist, if you go to therapy and you're never crying, you're paying, yeah, wasting get a your refund. money. Yeah. It's like, you didn't earn your money today. <laughs> you can't make me cry.
0: <laughs> it is. It, there's some truth there. Like, I feel like if I, if I got to uh, get some good emotion out, there's, then I, I feel like, okay, maybe I mean, we've done something, something right. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you just leave them hanging in their pen. Oh, good. You've cried. All right.
1: Yeah, nice if they day. leave happy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we uh, didn't do a good yeah, job. maybe we don't need to meet anymore. <laughs> that's really that's one of the things that people. I don't know if people get about therapy. It's like if you're doing good therapy, like you might not enjoy it.
0: Yeah, like it well, might be it really gets painful. worse before it gets better. right? It's so
1: funny. I had a client call me the other day. I hadn't, I hadn't seen this client in a long time, and the client called me and um, I'm trying not to use uh, to keep it as vague as possible. Yes. Trying not to use pronouns. And uh, and the client was like. I'm I'm really struggling. I'm having a hard time and I I'm stuck. And I knew if I called you that you'd help me, you know, talk about what I need to talk about or get in. She's like, Oh, dang it. Um, all right. It's a, she, I guess that's 50, 50. You're not going to figure out who it is. For me. <laughs> but you know, and, and, um, you know, and she's like, I've really enjoyed the process, you know, mm-hmm. but she's like, but I hate having to come talk to you, you know, cause it's yeah. so emotionally painful and, and it was wonderful. And, you know, you know, cause I was so glad that, you know, she, she had had a good experience with the relationship that she knew that, you know, we could have a good discussion, which it was, but, but I appreciate that. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's an important thing to
0: understand that like good therapy doesn't feel good
1: because it's sometimes for some
0: folks, well, and, you and know, I think oftentimes good therapy requires good self care. Uh, in between, right? It's just like someone who is active uh, in in some type of sport. If you're if you are active, if you are training, you have to have good recovery. Otherwise, your body mm. yeah. deteriorates. Well, but it also doesn't...
1: great metaphor because it's going to be painful,
0: right? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. This is, and it's going to be even more painful if you don't do good recovery. And we're back to young. Yes, we are. Right? Where you... we at? Young in the beginning. I don't remember. <laughs> He's. Uh,
1: I. I, I oh, loosely quoted girl. the 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 statement from the road less traveled that all oh, mental right. illness. Was that in the last
0: session or this yeah. session?
1: No. It was oh this isn't a session. What do we call This
0: is a podcast. Oh, it is
1: a session yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing therapy now I'll are believe. we no i don't want to do therapy we <laughs> talked about this we're just talking i'm late. not doing it's therapy for you it's, today it's dude on. it's it's gosh yeah. every time <laughs> i just want to hang out and you're like will you do therapy now? no i'm oh, just no. Talking. so um I mean, it, no the idea that all suffering is or sorry, all mental illness is the avoidance of pain, of, sure. of discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this is one of the things about life that's really hard is that to really grow, you know, the sports metaphors are fantastic. You know, you've gotta be disciplined, you've gotta be you've gotta do regular work every day. You've
0: gotta there's suffering involved with growth. I mean, there's just no way around that. Well, and I think that, that kind of plays into some of this rhetoric about knowing ourselves is sometimes when we feel like things are going poorly or not how we perceive them to go, we feel like maybe we're being punished in some way, mm. but possibly <clears throat> that's us growing and stretching. And that's right. a good thing, right? Maybe discomfort isn't bad well, as we not. perceive it. it. I would it, say it's not, I would I don't, also doesn't feel good, but, but it's it, like I essential. Think, I think a lot of times culturally, right. It's within, a, especially the United States and maybe other countries, I don't know, but I feel like, you know, you, if you're successful, you're doing things right. Right. Or, or if you're, if you're doing well at something, you're doing things right. And I think that, well, well, maybe, maybe discomfort is not that you're doing things wrong, but that you're actively Uh, growing and progressing. And that maybe that's a good thing, even though it's not comfortable. The
1: social work, this is your phrase. I'm not a social worker. Lean into the discomfort.
0: Yes. Lean in. Embrace that. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really true. I mean, I mean, come on, look, folks, you know, you're not going to have a good marriage if you don't engage some hard things. I'm not sure. saying you have to fight, and if you are emotionally mature enough between the two of you to not argue, got you know, good on you, you know. Well, but it's just like that, you got to go there, like you got to talk about the hard things, or you got to, you know,
0: you have to figure it out, you know. Well, and isn't that isn't that really wherein comes the the real. Beauty and blessing yeah. of a marriage is what's connection. So cool about it. Connection in those tough times. Yeah, like we like, paid a price, and 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 to be able to find connection within that is so cool. powerful. That's cool. It's it, it's more. It's, it's it's so cool. It's more than you that, can get anywhere. Well, it's
1: one of the things that really is beautiful about and in any a lifelong right? friendship, yep. a, a great parental relationship, mm-hmm. and absolutely. I mean, I think it's one of the things that exists in in my marriage to my wife. I mean, she has suffered for mm-hmm. our growth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, considerably. My wife too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I probably need to suffer a little more. Goodness, <laughs> really nah (laughs) oh my goodness so barriers to knowing yourself so i would say that avoidance of pain this is a real it's a real problem it's a real problem with like clients that you know and it's hard right because trauma is no joke and it's
0: like well you want me to you want me to embrace my
1: like you want me to feel i don't want to feel that i think
0: the avoidance really is is the 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 way that that person has learned to survive. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, this
1: is one of the things that I love to try to say, and I don't know if I'm articulate about it, but one of the things that's really clear to me is that trauma, the result that the thing that we learn from trauma is the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what becomes traumatic, right? I sure. did not say that articulately. Like the negative result of trauma is you learn the wrong lesson. And the lesson is always... I'm not worthy of love and belonging. Sure. And that's a lie. That's Mm -hmm. not true, right? I mean, if somebody has been abusive to you, that's their problem. That's their sin. Sure. You know, that's the thing that they need to fix. And it happened in your relationship. It wasn't okay. It's not right. But you learn, well, I must not be worthy of love. Mm -hmm. Or I'm only worthy of love if I do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, that's not true. But that's what we take away. And Mm -hmm. then we try to manage that. We try to cope with that by trying to control everything
0: that seems chaotic and out of control in life. And, or, and I think it's important to, to just jump in and say, you know, trauma comes in many forms. Oh my goodness. Right. Yeah. It's not, it, it's not just abuse. Being, yes.
1: Yeah. It could be, uh, it could be, you know, a friendship
0: trauma. Well, and it can also be, yeah, it can be perceived. Right, maybe yeah, this maybe is I'm another... traumatized, and someone didn't mean to traumatize. Okay, me. so this is what's really power. All right, so my background is in human
1: development, like I mentioned, I got a bachelor's degree at, at at Utah State University, and so yeah, like one of the things that my my degree was heavy in was Piaget's st- stages of development, mm-hmm. and so yeah, like the child mind doesn't get it right, yeah. and so um, it can perceive. Uh, a failure, an abandonment, it can perceive an abuse where there might not have been one there, you know, the parents might not have done anything wrong because the child's mind doesn't understand the world. That's why kids are afraid of what's under the bed or what's in the closet, because all of a sudden they become aware that there's a closet and they don't know what's in there. It's like, well, the door's shut, the light's off. And it's like, well, it's just your clothes. And they're like, well, how do you know? Like the light's off. You don't Mm -hmm. know what's in there. And their (laughs) mind's like, there could be a monster in there like you don't know gremlin (laughs) right but we know that there's not a monster in there we know that like it's your closets where the clothes are but the child mind like is expanding and and connecting there's a shift that happens from age um there's an explosion that happens in neuron connection oh dang it i'm gonna say this wrong i want to say it's in Like it's the, during the language explosion years, I think like two to four or something like that, Mm -hmm. or two to five. And then there's another one at, right at puberty, right? Which where we go from operational to pre-operational thought, where Mm -hmm. we can think about how other people are thinking, which you can't think of. We're very concrete
0: and there's different aspects of our concrete understanding. Well, well, and also, you know, this is generally speaking, right? And, and, and I think that depending on our emotional state, we can even have, um, uh, uh, times where maybe we're perceiving things in not, not the way that our aged mind or should perceive things, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, I think that it, it depends on a lot of things, but generally speaking, yeah, there are stages of development, but I think that those can still impact us in different ways. Absolutely. Right. And so a stressful
1: event, yes.
0: a life change, mm-hmm. a move um, at, a,
1: at a key time. And we all know parents, you know, you see this, you know, our kids doing real well, they're thriving. We have to move for a career job loss or job change. And then it's a new environment and, you know, kids struggle to negotiate that. And so a good example would
0: be Danielson. Wow. How, what a nice segue. Mm. <laughs> the
1: opening scenes. Well, I'm just the thinking, Karate right? Kid. Yeah. yeah. It, it was uh,
0: New Jersey, right? Or New yeah. York.
1: And just by the way, like there's a lot of haters in the Karate Kid. It's fine. You don't have to like crowd Kid. It you know, matter. it's one of those like beloved it. movies. Well, it's like the never ending story. I mean, what? It, I mean, I still love it, but seriously. I do seriously. too, but I don't, I don't um, know that I'd watch it. <laughs> i was actually thinking about the other day i was like i need to watch this movie again um it's just funny because like Strangers Things like celebrates, but that's exactly how I felt about the movie, how it was manifested in Stranger Things, you know, that, yeah. they, that they loved it because I, mm-hmm. I loved that movie. So, I um, so yeah, so the thing that Ralph Macchio nails, which I don't know if he is from that area, I don't actually know his history, but I don't either. he, I mean, like one of the things that I loved about that movie was it's like, those were some of my friends, yeah. dude, my, cause I grew up in the suburbs of Philly and it's like some of my friends sounded like that that grew up like in New Jersey and like the Newark area or whatever. And we used to live um, over the bridge um, from Trenton uh, in, in Morrisville. And so, um, so yeah, like that, like, so so he they hit, hit he it. Hit, he oh, hit he hit it. On. Like he knocked it out of the park. That's I mean, just cool. killed it out of the park with the, that presentation and the way he acts. I think he's a fantastic. I think he does a fantastic job as an actor in that movie. And so, um, so yeah. Right. Like, and the thing that's interesting too, like I watched the show the other day and it was fascinating too, Is like he didn't know, I mean, one of the arguments he has later with his mom, like you didn't ask me, like yeah. we just up and moved in. Like he was, it seemed seemingly well adjusted, right? And, and clearly, a big doesn't, move. Well, yeah, clearly he doesn't, country. clearly doesn't have a father figure, yeah. but he's connected to his family. There's a couple scenes where he talks about his family connections and, you know, seemed to really be that Family kid.
0: seems to matter. Even well, and though, that culture it does. Yeah, even though there's a lack of family at least in the that movie we know of right because yeah. it's single mom mm-hmm. moving out to California
1: she we don't know if she's run away from something she wants yep. I mean allegedly she's got some computer job but then she ends up at like some restaurant as a manager yeah. and it's like you know what's going on there right um so yeah huge move huge life change he seems pretty well adjusted but obviously there's some things going on he's, he's a single uh, single
0: parent. Uh, no siblings, just him. And the only thing that we really get is that it seems like he's seeking, right? It seems like he wants something more. He wants, he wants a relationship, and and we don't know, we don't know the history, right? right. We don't know what's we gone on with mm-hmm. him. And therein comes Miyagi. Yeah. Which is yeah. I mean, uh, ama- like I all as a kid, uh, I was like,
1: man, can I get? A I want a Miyagi. Can I get a Miyagi? Well, all the movies I liked were like um those kinds of movies like there was a quest for the sure. you know the characters going like goonies or vision quest mm-hmm. or um what's that movie with kevin costner the cycling movie oh
0: i was gonna say we should do that one i don't remember but i always loved that one as a kid too it's like Th-
1: that one the is hell of good. the west that's the bike race is the hell of the yeah, west and cannibal remember. it's supposed to be eddie Merck and I, i'm forgetting the title right off the top of my head so i that's can't not remember good um so like all these movies that i like were these like mentor movies these mm-hmm. quest kind of movies or whatever i mean that's relative to development at that age where you're like well who am i where you know where am i coming from like who what's important to me yeah. and so obviously like done some karate or whatever he gets in the situation with the girl you know and yeah, johnny which i know they've rewritten so you've watched the covert Kai's, and i've they're really yeah. good but it's like they tell like like i watched the movie and i'm like okay i haven't watched covert guy yet but like this guy had some serious problems. Dude. He's
0: like grabbing the girl and he's like being yeah. pushy about like, well, why don't you talk to me? She's like, dude, it's over. Like, there's well, no I, I, talk think, about. I think that Johnny Lawrence definitely, I mean, you, you see it. He's seeking approval from, from Sensei Kreese, right? He's seeking approval well, from that John guy, Kreese, which well, you can, I mean, you, you think Johnny's he's bad. A, no, he's a great guy.
1: He's got his act together. I mean, you know, he, I was watching the movie this time. I'm like, what parent drops their kid off at that dojo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy, mercies for the weak. You know I mean? like, it's so true. It's like it's so interesting too, because it's like they're still vilifying like the Vietnam vet, right? Like yeah, he's it's like, got true. the gun. It's like they're still like hating, like they're still the the propaganda of hating that. In, that's interesting. More. I never even
0: yeah thought of that. Like, <laughs> but it's I mean John Kreese. No, I mean that's where you want to take your kids. That guy's yeah. strong. I would think. I would think. Yeah, if I had a. 10, well, your kids, 12, your kids go to karate. They, yeah. Is it kind of like,
1: yeah, yeah? You know, they slap no. them around, <laughs> no mercy <laughs> yeah. for the week. You're like on that one scene no, that like they bad. they like duel off where like Miyagi shows up with um with Daniel and they're, they're going to like confront the situation or whatever, yeah. like after, Gee. after this, is it that after it's after the, the,
0: the party or the, yeah, the yeah, skeleton. Yeah. And yeah, the shower yeah. thing And
1: Miyagi like totally, which is totally fine. I mean, it's completely fine for a 60 year old man to beat up five teenagers. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's right. When they're chasing him to the dumpster. <laughs> that was the other thing, right?
1: I'm like, yeah, that'd fly real well right now. It is, <laughs> but it'd be complicated. Cause he's a minority. That's beating up five white kids. So maybe they need, they deserved <laughs> it. <laughs> Wait, we're not getting political. I'm sorry. No. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was too. I was like, that wouldn't fly. Like, There's uh, a lot of things uh, from 80s movies that just, uh, which which is is probably wouldn't Their fly time, nowadays. They're, oh, they're so fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, so they show up, right? And it's so hilarious. Like the one kid like totally gets, you know, the snot smacked out of him. And the teacher's like, you lose. Like he doesn't say anything, but he's like, he, think, he
0: like dismisses him like he's some loser. I think there's really interesting things about both uh, Daniel and Johnny. That have to that that go back to um really knowing yourself, right? It seems like it's you, two polar opposites. I it seems
1: like. like you identify with Johnny for some reason. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you were rather handsome. I mean, not that you are now, but you were like you were. I, think <laughs> I think you were
0: jacked, dude. But like your to marriage picture I was shape. like dang michael you're a handsome man i used to be in shape dude (laughs) i like six foot five there is something that draws me atlas man that you are (laughs) to johnny the the i i yeah i used i used to be in shape i used to be in okay shape i've never been like chiseled or anything i'm not genetically like that but yeah i used to you're the you still holding planets quite on your back. Give me a break. <laughs> I've seen your picture. <laughs> so you identify no. with Johnny
1: because Well,
0: I so you I, cool, I you had cool growing hair. up growing up, I, I mean always I did have cool hair. I had hair when I was younger.
1: I, I love Daniel. I had I had Johnny hair envy because you don't understand. Yeah, he is when a you're guy. when you're a redhead and it's curly, uh huh. It doesn't fall like that <laughs> over the bandana. In that perfect, yeah. handsome man way.
0: And this is the that thing either.
1: that was really confusing about being a redheaded, skinny, goofy looking, crooked teeth kid in elementary and junior high. Well, particularly in elementary, I remember women like going insane over my hair,
0: like constantly constantly. Like, what do you mean going insane?
1: Well, I have like red hair. Like the teachers were like coming those up and like rubbing of you that, your hair. No, saying, that's oh. weird. No.
0: Okay. I'm just,
1: I, just clarifying. No, <laughs> it's not. Okay. Those of you that are just listening to podcasts, uh, clearly I have red hair. And so as a kid, like my hair's red now, but it was like fluorescent. Was it really? Red? It was bright red. And this was uh, it, like, We've it was scripted. Oh the, gosh. On the Instagram. My wife would love Facebook. to do that. It's I, I can handle it. I can handle it. We should do it. Um, it was this fluorescent orange. And so women, I I, I wish I could get that in a bottle. I would pay <laughs> hundreds of dollars. And they would, fa- they'd they'd fawn over And they'd be like, the curls. And I was just some little kid. Like, I didn't, you know, yeah. like, sure. But it stuck with me. Like, constantly, like, you know, wherever we would go, you know, I'd get that. I'd get that from teachers. I'd get that from moms. Okay, it was really confusing for me to get that from moms mm-hmm. and then get lit up. At school (laughs) by my peers all the time because it was like this mane of curls. Yeah. Which I don't know if my parents were like, hey, we're 60s, go all natural. If they didn't (laughs) think that, you know, your hair matters as a kid, maybe you should help them comb it in a way. And my brother's wasn't like he could get like the cool, like, is your brother
0: red hair also?
1: Yeah. It wasn't quite as fluorescent as mine, but he had freckles on his lips. I didn't have freckles on my lips. So we were freckledy. You know, I have freckled arms and legs, sure. but my, like, our faces were freckled. But he had freckles on his lips, which I always thought was weird as a kid. But I mean, I was like, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> but he had freaking cool he could do the cool hair he could have maybe gotten the johnny hair to work i remember he had pictures where he had they were looking for a red he had
0: the the feathered redhead
1: which maybe would
0: have fit the character better.
1: dude seriously this is the other thing you don't want me we're going into personal (laughs) issues here how redheads are portrayed in the movies think about it folks any hero redheads out there no, dude. Mm. There's no hero redheads in the Marvel Ron, universe. Ron is—he's a close. whiny dude. He's he, a but but
0: still, he's the wine.
1: I just was watching the show close. the other day. I'm like, oh, he does his wine. He's it's still so he's annoying. still
0: a hero character. He's at least he's not a slither.
1: But of the three of them, he like is getting scared he is. He and is. like
0: ah spoilers. He's whiny
1: and he eats a lot.
0: That's Which
1: there's nothing wrong with the eating part. Pretty
0: much but, like, what I get out of here. Yeah.
1: All right. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked here. So wait, why why do we go down this rabbit hole? So let me say this. I was making fun
0: of you, no, I No, there's so, a point I was going to make. I don't know what your all point right, was. All right, go. You go. I'll come back. So here's the thing. <clears throat> as a kid, watching Karate Kid, Daniel was Dude. like I completely identi- got it. As an adult, I think it's I think it's really smart that they came out with Cobra Kai as all of us have gotten older. Oh, yeah. oh come on. Yeah. Because as an adult, I I can identify with the pain. That Johnny Lawrence, like I. Well, sure, as a bad guy. Yeah. yeah, He's caring, obviously. As a guy who, I mean, it's obvious in the end that he is doing things that he doesn't probably feel are good or right. But he wants acceptance so bad that he's doing it.
1: Right, 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 and and it's just it's too bad that they didn't actually have that figured out because they had their own little click or whatever, yeah. but yeah, at the end, I was always kind of touched and thought of him as a good guy because well, when he hands the trophy over, yes. he's like, "You're all right, John, you know you're all right, Daniel, yep. and he's excited for him, you know what I mean, and he didn't want, I mean like you know the the instructor wanted him to sweep the leg, and he didn't like really want to win like that, no, you know he mean? didn't
0: because because I think that what he wants is acceptance. I don't think. It's necessarily that like Johnny is an a hole. No, he's kind I of I think. A-hole. Well, I'm sorry. He's definitely portrayed. I'm as well. sorry. I know. Th- but no, here's the an thing, name. and I love how in Cobra Kai you get more history, right? You get more That's background. Cool. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Yet. And so you get you get to see m- more of why sure. he's seeking this, yeah. and so so I I can identify with that from this standpoint of. You know, I we all have these injuries that that we deal with throughout our life. The 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 way we perceive things, or maybe they're actual injuries that happen. And from that we develop a rhetoric, right? We develop An, a, a narrative. self-view, a narrative. Thank you. Yeah. We develop this narrative. A story. Which is a really fantastic think, way of dealing with this, yes. right? Because
1: we internalize, and this is part of what I was trying to say before. We internalize the wrong story. Yes,
0: we learn the wrong story from our trauma all the difficulty. time, all the time, all the time. That's a real problem. And I think what identifies me with Johnny as I'm older is that I don't identify. Is that his story? <laughs> his story is I wasn't rich. this of I and yeah. Well, I guess he technically wasn't rich either. If you uh, watch, oh, oh, really? It's, well, he's his, portrayed. He's got a motorcycle. It's his, like, yeah, it's, can... it's his. Okay, I, his I don't want to hear you. your
1: twenty rewrite. Your twenty twenty rewrite. But uh, here's
0: the thing: the villain. He, <laughs> you, you see the pain, right? You see the hurt. You see that his, like his narrative is, I'm not enough. Right. And and the way he reacts, uh, like. I I I didn't I, I haven't reacted that way. Like I've Are never sure? wanted to sure? to uh, sweep the leg. I've never <laughs> never wanted to put Come someone on. in a body bag. Although he didn't you say didn't, that, it was his you friend. You didn't want to run kids that. off the road with your cronies down the no. hill. No, I mean they, he could have died. I did. <laughs> I didn't ever want to do that. <laughs> Come on, but I can identify with the pain. Well, and you, the hurt? You were smoking of not hashish like enough. in the in the bathroom
1: in your costumes at like in at my skeleton costume. costumes. So, so uh, let's, I know I appreciate that you have a soft heart. It says a lot about your character that you can, um, be gracious and
0: embrace. The well, I think of I John. identify with, oh, with right. that part, right? I your identify, not that I approve, no, I but I identify with, you know, talking about knowing thyself I think that that's his issue is right. he doesn't. Well, and, and because it, of that, he does right. things that then, and this is why I see all the time that then it's like a self-fulfilling es- prophecy. Right. It escalates. Yeah. And and then he does these things and he probably looks and says, well, there's the proof that I'm an a-hole. Right. Right. So I'm going to just, I'm standing on yeah. this court. I'm doubling down. How often, <laughs> how often do we see where someone's in so much pain and instead of saying I'm in pain, they criticize right. or they poke. Oh, sure. And I'm then guilty. what happens? Self, self-fulfilling self prophecy. Yeah. And I, that's what I love about as I've gotten older, seeing like Cobra Kai and seeing Johnny, like more of the story. It's like, hey, I may not react in the way he does, especially in <laughs> Cobra Kai, but I can see that in myself and right. in my in in, in right. my my well, clients, and people I work with.
1: Well, and that's a part, really, of knowing yourself, right? Is yes. being honest about what you're capable of. Sure. You know and, and thinking if this is a little different, and if I did have a mentor like this, yeah. could I be encouraged in that way? And I think Jordan Peterson talks about this in a in a much deeper, darker sense of you know the ridicule of, let's say, the most gross villain you know of the 19th century or the 20th century that you know that being hitler and one of the things jordan peterson has said in in some of the things i've listened to and that's really disturbing and and sobering is he's like you know we all want to think if we grew up in germany we wouldn't have participated and he's like yeah if you jump to that like think again like you're not you're not looking in the mirror and really being honest with yourself yeah. about what you would have done or could have done had you grown up on the other side of the tracks, you know what I mean, so to speak, and were put in those situations. Sure. You want to think that you're above that. But if you jump to that conclusion and take moral superiority, you're not really looking, you're not really looking in the mirror. You're not really diving into what it means to know yourself. You yeah. know what you're capable of if you were in different circumstances. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And Jordan Peterson is, what is his background? He's like a psychologist or psychiatrist? Is he was
1: right? a psychologist. So he um, he was at Harvard. He taught at Harvard and then he was at Toronto University. He's, he's a very, um, he's become not by any uh, desire of his own, a political figure, so to speak. Um, oh, okay. I think he's one of the smartest people on the planet in regards to, um, I mean, f- from what I gather, which I don't want to misrepresent him, but you know what I've heard is that from from listening to him is that you know he became fascinated with why you know essentially why would people become tyrannical you know like what causes that like how did that happen Mm -hmm. and and i think and as a way to try to understand that to also stand against that
0: because we're talking about the
1: cold war era right like where his
0: next study should be johnny lawrence clearly i mean I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure he would spend. I a great wonder if field he time. would like feedback. He
1: who Jordan Peterson? Yeah, we am oh, sure we could tell him. Yeah, I'm sure Johnny Lawrence should be the next go. Absolutely, that he should review and discuss. He's a little bit more highbrow than Karate Kid, I think. But wow. I'm sure he's not above it. Maybe he's seen the movie and liked it. I don't know. He doesn't typically talk about. He talks about like Nietzsche and boring young stuff. And, no, I actually really enjoy. I don't <laughs> think he's boring. I just check him out. Um, so. So, so let's let's so I want to view like so so Daniel, let's get back to Daniel for a second, and and the journey or what we see because like what does it mean to know yourself and you know maybe some people can take away some from some things of how important
0: this is right because I think it's essential. So what helps him? I think that's helpful. So because not everyone has a Miyagi, right? We should though. So we should we should and I think that I think that that's that's kind of. Part of it, right? Finding Miyagi's in yeah, our life, yeah. Th- because they're but out there. what are the things that you feel like Daniel learns? Yeah. What are some key things that help him to know himself? Because because definitely he, I mean, if you're gonna compare, he gets there. Well, I don't know we any of us completely yeah. get there, but he, he figures moves it out. along right. much quicker. Well, than he Johnny. becomes Johnny the hero. move at all,
1: really. <laughs> I mean, well, he becomes. I mean, it's the hero's journey, right? I mean, sure. he, he gets the girl. So he wins the yes. big trophy. Yes. He got a car. I mean, you know what I mean? A like, pretty yeah, cool car, yes, a yellow
0: convertible, right?
1: <laughs> Dude, it was so awesome. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked the yellow car.
0: I, I know picked, there was a lot of cool. There was cars. four. I
1: would have picked the small one. I had a thing for like small cars when I. Was, I think there was a truck, if I remember right. No, that's what he drives around. Oh, that's what. He but dri- wasn't I wouldn't have taken the, the four. Truck. That wasn't one of the ones offered. He yeah. Was offered the four, and I would have been like, "Come on, me! I want the I'm truck! Like, I want the truck! You take the um, convertible." Yeah, I'm sure. Sh- yeah. So, um, so, yeah. so What I do, do you think, think? So I think one of the really key scenes is after the um, the villain the villainous Johnny and his cronies run him off the road on his bike while they're in motorcycles. He's got a pedal bike and they come after him. He's just like coming home and they're like, Hey, what are you doing? And they run him off the road. And so he he gets down and crashes and you know, his bike's all jacked up and he, throws the bike and yeah that's before Miyagi gets involved right this yeah this is what yeah this is how this is how the introduction or how the relationship starts so Mm -hmm. Miyagi's in his little work shed hideaway oh yeah and and he hears it all and 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 Daniel throws the bike and the thing and you know and and he grabs it and so like the next day or you know a couple days later it's like on his front porch and And so you know I think he puts two and two together he goes down there and and one of the things that happens in that initial interchange and it's really the thing that I, I that's so wonderful about it is it's so mysterious, right? Like Miyagi's so mysterious, Mm -hmm. right? He's this sage guy, like in his little, you know like he he garage guy he's like he's
0: like a wise uh, right
1: everything about him is mysterious and wonderful and foreign and interesting yeah he's exactly that's what i love about yoda right so it's it's wonderful and so he's in there and he's yeah he's like clipping away at a bonsai tree Mm -hmm. which is like what the heck is that (laughs) like that's a thing like i don't know anything about asian (laughs) culture or art or anything right and he's and he's you know he's clipping away at it and, and he just like he just gives it he's just like do it Yep. And like, and he's like, well, and this is what's, I was watching it the other day and it really struck me. He's all like, well, cause he's like, well, I'm going to do it wrong. And he's all like, cause he tells him to look at the tree. He's Like, well, how do I do it? You know? And he's like, well, just look at the tree and then visualize how you want it to look. Like and he says it in his broken English or whatever, which makes him sound all that much more <laughs> wise and mysterious. <laughs> and he's all like, well, visualize it. And he's like, well, and he like goes to start. He's like, well, what if I do the wrong thing? He's like, well, do you have the picture? Like. He's like, you trust your vision, which is so yeah, key very to empowering. knowing.
0: Right. Well, because all of us, I think, all of us have something to do in our lives, you know? Well, and I think what Miyagi is saying to him is, you, you are enough as you are. Yes. You don't need more. Right. Do what you have in you. Yeah. Visualize, trust yeah. your gut. What do you want? What is completely you want to accomplish? Opposite to the narrative. <laughs> Right, that of his life, or Johnny? Are you jumping back? I think complete opposite to the narrative that most of us feed ourselves. Right, you're supposed to do this. Yeah, you
1: know it's true, and and unfortunately we do this to kids, right? We dismiss their their fantastical ideas all the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we crush their dreams. Like my son when he was like 11, like wanted to to start an ice cream shop called Delicious Pennies, Mm -hmm. and it was like, yeah. I can't. And he'd be like, let's do it, dad. And I'd be like, <laughs> I don't I'm like, that's a great idea, but, uh, you're 11 and I'm trying to provide for our family. So this is cool. And I don't want to crush your dreams, but like, he's like, but there's a store that's empty on main street around the corner. And I'm like, yeah, and that takes some money, buddy. And so I I couldn't go with him down his dream. I hope he I hope he starts a, a an ice cream shop. Don't steal it anyone uh, of delicious <laughs> pennies. He had all these cool ideas, which is fantastic. He's so creative. He's an awesome kid. But I felt bad that I like dash his dream. So we yeah. do this all the time, right? But but really what we need to do as best we can as parents and what we need is for people to believe, right? But it's tough, right? Because some of it is childhood well, nonsense. It's, it's hard to do that as a parent if we struggle to to know it for ourselves, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Or or if we're just trying to survive, like a single mom, right? Like like she can't offer that to him. Yeah. But this sage old man that like doesn't care. He's outside the norm
0: of life. He's this guy from this other place. Well, he think, can really guide
1: and instruct him in this kind of unique
0: way. And I think some I, I think oftentimes you know, we we have this this narrative that we're not enough, we're not good, and then and then maybe like with the the ice cream shop, we have to be a, a little real with it, right? And then we look back on that, and that might feed the narrative of that I'm, I of didn't do enough. enough. Yeah, I should have done more as a parent. I, f- I well, fell short. Well, I think and the truth of the matter is No matter sorry, no no, no, no matter good. how good of a parent we are. We have to that's dash. gonna happen. That's yeah, gonna happen. We're gonna make, make a, mistakes. Yeah. That's that's well, not the issue. Or it's
1: just not you know, like my son wants to go to the moon too. You know, unfortunately, there was definitely <laughs> no way I was making it happen for us to go to the moon. Why but not? what you can do is create opportunities for them and and find bite-sized goals sure. that they can achieve. You know, yes. the lemon stand kind of ideas or things that we can do. So I think that so as far as knowing yourself, I think that idea is one of the things that's beautiful from this story of his quest. Um, in his campaign to to become a capable, competent hero is this idea of what do I want? Let me visualize it. And the fact that he had this guy that was like here, you know, and that tree, you know, I mean, if you think about
0: it, like it was a mature tree. So I want to speak to that for a second because I think this is important. You know, not only do we have um, Daniel's son, Daniel being (laughs) right learning yes, to, to yes <laughs> learning to 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 really know himself but we have someone that's coming from a secure attachment teaching right that's true like and, he's got and,
1: a, a great relationship with his mom. mom's fantastic yes. though they're struggling clearly he had good family attachments yeah and and well and miyagi right oh sorry miyagi, in, in the relationship yeah. that cultivates with miyagi i'm and, sorry
0: and, and and so here's my thought as a parent how often are my interactions with my child out of fear of whatever instead of out of what they need? Or and can I tell the capable, difference? Or what they're capable sure, of. Sure, Or even the idea of being a Miyagi to your kid. And Miyagi is a perfect example in this scene where he has obviously probably spent time on this bonsai tree and there's no fear. Right. He's like here because he
1: cares more about
0: Daniel. Yeah. He has enough well, vision well, and we maturity. We parents care, right? Right, but it's not the care; it's the fear that is from our own insecure attachment, from sure. our own misunderstanding of our self-worth, our identity, that then trickles down to our children inadvertently. Right, we're not bad because parents. of our we're own fears, fears, yes, or our own sense of waste. And so you see a perfect example there with Miyagi, where where it's not fear. So for me. I would be like hovering. I'd be like, "Oh my goodness!" Well, gonna mess you want to cut it probably right there, and maybe right don't there. Don't touch your finger. Yeah, be careful. Right, it's, <laughs> That's it's a sharp tool. Because of that fear comes from a place right. of, "Am I enough?" Right, right. Wolf. Miyagi, Miyagi, securely attached. What does right. he do? He's like, "Here, go so, at it,
1: man." So, so then the idea also too is is one of the ways that we mess up it or we don't like it. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is this idea of that we don't want anything bad to happen. Sure. And that comes, you're suggesting, because of a, bad yeah, from please, a please. place <laughs> of of insecure attachment. Yes. versus like I can have a tragedy
0: and come out on the better side of it because it's the self fulfilling po- prophecy once again. If something mm-hmm. bad happens, the bad thing is going to gonna me, happen. That means I am bad because right. I caused it to happen, right. and that that happens as parents, right? We've so we're talking about kind of two separate things. Here, yeah, right? we're talking about really, really Daniel's son. On his journey (laughs) to, to understanding like his, 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 his self. But then we're also talking about as a parent, how, how can my, my insecure attachment, how can my understanding, my narrative impact? My lack, my, my children, and and not because I'm a bad parent, right? But because in, I struggle with, with myself. View yeah. my own insecurity, yes. my own sense of knowing but myself. I think how often do parents confuse that for I'm just a bad parent? Oh, absolutely, right, right. And, well, and that's and really,
1: it, I mean, that's tough. Like, how well are any of us uh secure to you know have yep. secure attachment? Right, all right. Let's well, get back. And how? One last thing. I'm so no, sorry because no, the parenting
0: good. thing, right, no, always comes in oh, and it such a big of, one.
1: I can't imagine why it does for us. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you have you have three times the number of kids I do. But the thing is, you know, with, with this, I think that oftentimes it culture, right. Fuels this bad parenting type thing where I easily will look at someone and I'll have a thought of, man, why, like, why isn't that parent doing this or doing that? And it kind of fuels this. I'm an inadequate parent, but the truth is, is that it's not it's not that you're a bad parent or that you're doing things wrong. It's that you're struggling to see your own self-worth, your, yes. own, your own divine potential, mm-hmm. and that's limiting your ability to do what your child really needs you to do.
1: Yeah, it's hard. Which is like, hey, that's all of us, by the way. It is. I'm guilty of this. No, of course. Yeah, yeah. We just don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, all right. So let's get back to these key aspects. No, let's (laughs) keep going. I I love it. I, I, it's such a a beautiful point to make and to 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 self actualize or to internalize or to be aware of that my insecurity of self um, becomes where I can inhibit. And and I'm afraid of failure for my kid, right? Because that's just it. Like, creates a generational, right? Well, and we and we have to. This is a major problem in our culture that we that we share, and in American culture of perfectionism and this idea of like it's bad to fail, and it's like, dude. It's not bad to fail. Like, I understand it doesn't feel good. None of us want it. But, like, you can't be great at something unless you spend 40,000 hours doing it. Karate Kid is an example. Like, he can't be, I mean, even though it's a short amount of time and it's a little magical at how good he gets, which we can, you know, acknowledge it's movie magic. But, but I mean, didn't he have to paint the fence or or again or something? Or what was
0: it? There was something he wasn't, like, he wasn't waxing well, right? (laughs) So, he wasn't waxing off very good. (laughs) Or fa- <laughs> but here's the thing. Failure is really not failure.
1: Exactly. Right? This is exactly it, right? But if you have that insecure attachment, which is such a great point, then, yeah, then failure is failure instead of failure yeah. is well, a learning process. And failure is
0: more than failure. Failure is I'm bad. Bad,
1: exactly. Right? It becomes the internalized idea, yep. which is really the heart of shame. Yes. Which we've got to do an episode on. The heart of shame being that I'm not worthy of love and belonging, yeah. right? And so if you have that, then you, yeah, you're scared to go into the world. Yes. Because there's gonna be naysayers. There's gonna be Johnnies. I yeah. mean, they are real and they're out there and it's painful. I mean, the rejection that that Daniel goes through in the beginning of the movie is the new kid that shows up, he gets invited. Yeah. There is some connection. He's on the beach. He's being encouraged. The girl's giving him eyes. He goes over, it goes well, and then, you know, It blows up you know, with the villain Johnny, yeah. you know, and, and, and social pressure and Johnny and needed a Miyagi. He did not have, a Miyagi. he did not have a Miyagi. <laughs> no mercy. Um, Crease. Right. And so, a, and so that's real, right? Like, I mean, life is. is hard yes. and we, I mean, and social pressure for teenagers. And I can't even imagine trying to negotiate that in a social media world, um, is, is complicated, hard stuff, but we've got to get away from this idea that failure is bad and, and, and really, a part of what Miyagi does, and a part of what a part of what Daniel has, is the resilience of failure.
0: Yeah. Um. And and it doesn't feel good. Well, and it's and but it's but it's a part of learning. Not that even, it's even failure, okay. It's just a part of the process. And is failure failure is like a past tense thing, right? It, it where is well you know is you're is going to as well, right? right? Yeah. And so so I think instead of how we conceptualize failure, maybe conceptualize the growth. Right. What what is what is how is this. Progressing me, like if I am successful in something, I'm excited, right? I'm like, oh, okay, now what am I gonna do? But shouldn't failure create well, really or breed excitement why, too? Why, like, what can I do next? Like, how I mean, can this help me? Anybody move that
1: has any sense about them understands. That you can't have success without failure, right? Like if yes. you take a minute and think about it. So why is failure such a big deal or so bad in our culture and society,
0: right? Like I mean, that's seriously. Well, like, and, and that gets into the we can know something, but do we believe it? Right. Right, and, and there's a difference there between well, well, I can understand that that you know just because I did this doesn't mean I'm a bad person, but do I believe that? Do I do I believe? that I'm not a bad person because this happened. And, and I think that, you know, I think that, that, well, I think there's a lot of things, but I think shame culture, right. In general feeds into, I I mean, it's not new. This is something that has been around forever. No, I know. I was just trying,
1: yeah. I'm just trying to punctuate like, like, I mean, if this makes good sense, you know, it's interesting, I guess it's just, and I don't want to get down the rabbit hole of like the negative effects of media, you know, and, and all of that, but um, but it's
0: interesting to consider I think media, media speeds things up. Right. But, but I, I, I would say that there's been shame there's, there's had to, Oh, of course. I don't no, know no. for sure, but I would think there's been shame. I think in, in part of it too. I think, I think
1: to boil down one of the aspects of why media is, uh, is problematic in furthering that this idea that failure is not okay is because media doesn't necessarily celebrate that process, right? It's just like, the flashy big beautiful body lots of money lots of fame yeah. like that's so celebrated and the the whole story is not told right like any incredible athlete Will tell you like if you listen to like I you know our era was Michael Jordan right sure. and so like come on dude Michael Jordan was ridiculous right mm-hmm. like he was such iconic I didn't even care one bit about basketball but I watched some Bulls sure. games yeah and knew a little bit about Michael Jordan and know a little bit about him now but one of the things I have done that's fascinating to me that I do is I'll watch interviews and stuff with people that have been you know crazily successful just to hear like how they think about things what kind of hardships have they been through what overcame and they'll tell you, like, like Kobe Bryant, you know, one of the things that he talked about on one of the interviews I saw after his death, and where people were remembering and memorializing him and celebrating him, there was this interview that I saw where he talked about like the NBA lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And they'd play a game, they'd go have dinner, and he'd go back to the arena and, and practice, and practice for like Crazy. three more hours while these guys, why the rest of the guys were partying. It's like, well. That's why Kobe Bryant's the best, and and Michael Jordan wasn't any different. Like, guys, and this is the thing that people don't give attention to. One of the things I talk to clients all the all the time about. It's like, look, you're watching a YouTube video of some kid solving a Rubik's cube in four seconds, or some parkour hardcore, you know, jumping all over the place and spin around, or somebody doing fifty five backflips on a trampoline with four other people. But like, the thing that people don't realize is like, that's all they do. Yeah, like that trampoline kid.
0: How many hours do you think he spends on that trampoline? Well, and the interesting thing is, <clears throat> I think at some point you have to determine what is it that you want because there's sacrifices that have to be made. Absolutely, to have those. Like, so to this be is that one good. of the things,
1: right? And one of the things that I think is portrayed well in the movie is, you know, Daniel's going. Uh, you know, Miyagi's doing his mysterious mentor thing. Mm-hmm. You know, with the paint the fence and wax the cars and and uh, paint the house, and he's all. <laughs> he's
0: all Which <laughs> translates.
1: into Into awesome karate ninja awesome skills in four days like watch out watch out
0: sucker i have waxed many a car and it's not translated for me dude but seriously what that's like the coolest like that's the coolest scene in the film like that's
1: such a i love that scene it's ridiculous but it's fantastic at the same time right but the cool thing that happens and i'm trying to remember what there's something happens in the movie where you know the initial training is him and um It's him and Miyagi, and then what happens? Something happens in the movie that's significant where then Daniel, there's a whole scene where mm-hmm. Daniel's out on his own. He's out on the boat by himself standing and practicing the katas. There's a scene where he's at the beach trying to learn himself the crane kick. Yeah, and it's what? on his own, right? Yeah. And, and that hit me as a kid. I remember being like, oh, if I want to be good at something, I need to go put in time. Like it was manifested in that movie and, and that's a part of it, right? Like you can have a mentor that's I don't that's think anything awesome. happened between no, him and Miyagi. I think no, he was something just... Happened in the story. like he was
0: dedicating himself to
1: right but something happened in the story that that pushed that desire forward yeah, I and i can't remember exactly what it was i don't know if it was after it might have been after the scene with the spaghetti where like he goes in and she's like uh the villain johnny is force kissing um elizabeth Shue, is that her name yeah when was that the spaghetti
0: was that when they were on the he's supposed to line? meet
1: her he's supposed to meet her to go do the water slides and so he's got to be there at nine, like nine o'clock or 9 30 which i thought was obscenely late you uh-huh. know, <laughs> to, uh, as an adult now <laughs> but um you know i'm like as a parent I'm like that's not okay and then uh and you know but he goes in he's like waiting and she's like late and then like her his parents um her parents uh, set her up on the dance floor with him. And so Daniel sneaks in the oh, back that's and, right. then, At like, the fancy and then like, and then Johnny sees it and then like, you know, go, you know, goes to, uh, you know, to, uh, to kind of show that he's the, you know, yeah. the, he's the the alpha male. Uh-huh. So he kisses her knowing that it would upset Daniel and be a misrepresentation of what was going on. And then he runs out and I, I don't know if it was after that or I'm trying to think what happened before that, that was significant. There was some other, um, thing that happened anyway. Well,
0: and there was that, when was the scene where he was with Miyagi and Miyagi was drunk, right? Cause it was, oh, that was that it was, that? It. That it was, was the like, anniversary of which, his wife, right? The,
1: yeah. His death. Right. So that's, and that was another thing that I thought was really significant in Daniel's growth was to realize that there was pain yeah. and struggle in Miyagi's life. Like we don't know anything about Miyagi and it's such a well done scene, right? Like it's so appropriate, you know, in the way that what's going on and he's drunk and he's, he's being like lighthearted and he's not, like he was always kind of serious and, and, and kind of intense or whatever. And I thought it was such a beautiful scene for Daniel to mature and be like, oh, my teacher has real pain. Yeah. Like he knows it and, and here he is. And
0: that, that clicks something like well, I in it, him, like it, I need to do. Because it's a realization that, hey, even someone who has some secure attachment is still human. Yeah. Right. It, there's, it's not perfection. There's still going to be things, things like tragic. I mean, it's yeah. horribly tragic, yeah. right? Like that his wife died in a,
1: and, and the thing that I didn't catch this time, cause I wasn't educated when I, when I was watching as a kid, he mentions that, um, he got the news that his wife and daughter died in one of the camps. Right. And oh, I didn't know American right. history as a kid to know that Japanese yeah. Americans were put in camps. Yeah. And so, you know, she probably wasn't getting good care. And here he is fighting, you know, for for our country. country. And and his wife, and you know, you know, uh, his pregnant wife gets poor care probably in one of these camps. Doesn't have access to good doctors and and dies in childbirth. And you know he's uh, uh, you know ostensibly remains tragically alone for the rest of his life until into his, into his late age when he you know takes up Daniel. You know, yeah. which it's fantastic and beautiful. And so I think that is the scene where after that it like clicks and he's like, wow, this is real. And if yeah. I want this, I have to do something. Pain is real. My pain is real. I have to kind of grow up and do something here. And he starts to get serious about his own training. Um, so that's, that's powerful. Okay. So the, the notion of visual visualization, mm-hmm. the realization of maturity of realizing that there's real dragons and pain out there mm-hmm. for us to go through. What do you think of the other components, the sense of self worth? Like, I mean, at, at that point it becomes his journey, right? Like Miyagi is a guide and he takes up some of what Miyagi is teaching him yeah. and, and, and internalizes and goes with it and works to cultivate the capability um, to face what he's gotta face. And I love too one of the scenes um towards the end, um, where he's he asks him about fear, like, are you afraid? And he's like, Yeah, I was always afraid. You know, like, yeah, like you're not weak or, you know, incapable because you're scared, you know what I mean, or terrified to face I mean, to face down this whole group of people that are terrorizing you and, and, and making your life difficult just because you're the new kid from out of town that got the girl or whatever. You know what I mean?
0: I think that another piece to it is right. There's, there is a component of resilience that's, that's grown or built. Like we see it with the paint the fence and the wax, the car or another huge one. Can I jump in? Sure. Another huge
1: one was the grape metaphor. Do you remember this? He's like, and he's like, he says, he like before he starts the training, he says to Daniel, okay, you know, uh, the grapes in the middle of the road. Right. And it's like either on one side or the other side, if you're in the middle squish, just like grape, you know, like, uh-huh. and so he's like, you have to decide, like, if you're going to do yes. this, you have to do this. If you're not going to do it's like, you don't have to do this, then don't do this. But if you're going to do it, you can't do it halfway. And I think that that's the scene with the drunk where he's drunk and, and in pain that he realizes, like, I can't do this halfway. Like I've got to be full. And yeah. I think he gains respect for Miyagi, which, which also kind of, you know, he wants him to be proud of yeah. him as well. Like I want you, but, but the other cool thing that Miyagi does is he's all like, you know, do you think I have a chance or what's the line? There's a line that he says, I wrote, I actually wrote it down cause I thought it was so significant. Um, he's like, you know, do you, he's like, Oh, he says, do you think I have a, a, he says, do you think I stand a chance in the tournament? And he says, Oh, that's right. He's like, it doesn't matter what I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah like how wise is that like i mean it's so easy for me like as my parent like as a parent well dad do you think i can do it of course you can do it instead of well well it doesn't matter what i think dude like do you think you can win because that's
0: what matters if i think you can win but if you don't think you can win you're not going to win well and he's reinforcing the i feel like the same message again as the bonsai tree Which is, you know, yes, it's it's hey, yeah, you can do it, right? I feel like he's saying, without saying, I trust you, I have faith in you, I have confidence in you. That that's not what you need to hear right now. You need to hear your your uh, narrative. Right Tell you that you, you have do to visualize it. you have yes. to visualize the win.
1: yes, do you see it yeah, because it doesn't matter if I see it, do yeah. you see it because that's what I'm trying to teach you I'm trying to
0: teach you how you need to see and it, and I think that's what we can take from this is that it's not about how someone interacts with us that's going to help us develop a mm. a self view it's what is our our narrative and what's how our story are, yeah what are we doing with that that's what's going to enable us to move forward and i think that miyagi has lots of ways that he helps danielson do <sighs> this good awesome ways but i think ultimately it comes down to what how is how is daniel interacting with himself right
1: so what do you think about that? Do you, what do you think I had this thought about, you know, this notion of attachment? Is there a relationship between the idea of attachment and our relationship to ourselves? Does that make any sense to say like do I have to have a healthy attachment to myself? So, I think because I think of us having so as a marriage and family therapist, I'm trained in patterns and relationships. I think that's what secure attachment is. Is that what you're saying? Like, well, I'm asking, I'm asking the question because, like, when I, you know, when you think of attachment, you think of like, well, healthy attachment to parent figures, ah, healthy attachment to friends. But what about,
0: I mean, the healthy attachment to self? You're so are, that you know, what do you think? I think is secure attachment. When is, you are securely attached, it means you are comfortable in. Knowing that you are of divine worth. Or or value. Yeah, you're a valor. That you're worthy of
1: love and belonging. Exactly.
0: And 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 you're attached
1: to that idea. You've internalized that idea. Because Brene Brown on the vulnerability TED Talk, she says that essentially shame is or the different the people that were wholehearted versus the people that were stuck in shame, which we're gonna have an episode where we talk about this. She says that um they believe they're
0: of value and worth. Like that's the difference. That's the wholehearted. Is well that what you're like saying?
1: like that's the difference of essentially I and I think yeah. and, and and really so honestly this goes
0: back to the we know things but we struggle to believe, right? So I can know something. I can, I can logically say, well, yeah, I get that. I get what you're saying. That makes sense. But it doesn't apply to me. And so the idea of attaching to self is knowing it. Yes.
1: Internalizing that, that I'm of value and of worth. And I
0: think that's what Miyagi is doing is he's reinforcing that, hey, you don't need me to tell you anything. You need to believe that yourself You're capable. that you can do it. Yeah. That's more important than what I think so, or anyone else. So what is the barrier? So this is such a key
1: dividing line between people that have confidence and resilience and capability versus people that end up in life long distress and insecurity and anxiety and depression okay Mm -hmm. and what do you think the divining line is like like how do you help move people over the line and say look you're of value you know like therapeutically speaking do you have a sense of what you're trying i mean because i do it through story like like one of the things that i really work in the narrative approach is is getting them to embrace and write the story that are of value. But I so, just want to say so that So
0: awareness is key, right? Do you recognize that this is this is a rhetoric or a story or a narrative that comes from a place of perspective from injuries or from from mm. incidents? Um I mean like the abusive figure. Yeah. And do you see the cycle? So when I get when, I, That's when a I when i when i thing though right it is right it, it is it is so when i have an interaction with heather and i i have fear and and that fear comes from a place of i feel like i'm not enough i feel like i'm bad i feel like i'm falling short and then i react with criticism right heather why didn't you do this or heather people, why didn't you do that or people that disengage yeah or john why didn't you, you know, whatever it might be right or or if someone just it depends right yeah, what some is people the disengage. trigger yeah And so what I or the response, right? The flight response. Yes. Or the
1: freeze. Some people just shut down. Yeah. Or some people escalate and attack. Exactly. Right. Right? This is and I'm trying to connect this back to our first episode because understand helping people understand why that's such an important concept of of emotional regulation. Because when you're in fight or flight, you're not gonna be Well, you're
0: gonna be in the belief system that narrative, and it's gonna feel real.
1: The negative one you're saying. Yes. And the the
0: more real it feels, the more it- Cues your brain into it's true, it's true, and so and then what you are you see trying to do that affirm the truth, right? Like Johnny, exactly. It's self fulfilling because I just was an a hole to Heather, therefore I am. An it's A-hole. true, I'm it an a hole, but I that's not what was really happening, right? I was in pain, right. I was hurting, I just said something that was false, right. I didn't or, say my believe, truth.
1: Well, right. I didn't say the truth and I'm acting from a place because because whatever we learned from the abuse or the abandonment or the unkind yes. peers
0: isn't true. The truth. So So the lie is that I'm a bad person. The Not truth is I feel so scared and alone and inadequate and I don't know how to say that. That's the that's truth. What, yeah, that's impossible. It's so That's hard. the truth is, so you're is saying, the way I'm feeling. Not that I am those things, but so, I feel those so, things. So is your approach in therapy then is to work to get people to articulate that? Yes. And so first you have to, to really develop or you have to, to identify the cycle, right? What's happening? You identify the primary emotion, which takes the longest, right? Trying to get them to oh, see what is. is the emotion no, I mean, underneath the criticism. Most times the it just comes right up.
1: They're, they want to just yes, say it. Yes,
0: that's why therapy the so short.
1: It's so hard for me to be patient. I'm not. I'm going to just and be this, a, look And this I'm, type
0: of therapy is very patient. It's I'm not I'm going to just
1: be honest that that's not my strongest point, being patient with people. I'm like, look, let me just tell you what it.
0: Let me just tell you what you're looking at right here. I think that's – I call it I going
1: for the jugular. I that's think what that's I said to my clients, style. "I'm, like, I'm and sorry." And you can
0: do that, but, but I try if you to go too them, quick, I then quick. it 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 it, it may like, not work. So you just, to, you just have to you just have to see what what helps often. or what works. <laughs> but you're not one session like I am. <laughs> I'm the one oh, session well, sometimes, king. Sometimes maybe so, some percentage of time. So I think that's for me that's what I'm trying to do with them. But I try to do it for myself too, is yeah. is help them know that. See self. the cycle because then then I can extrapolate and I can say, wait, this is the cycle that's wrong. It's not, not you.
1: me. Or it's the behavior or it's the bad decision or it's and the so reaction out of
0: fight or flight. Exactly. And so exactly, you're going right to it. What happens? Prefrontal orb. The central nervous system engages, right? It's your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems. It's your amygdala. You can start to help your brain understand all of these things, right? And and, and as awareness and understanding come, it becomes empowering. It's so uncomfortable. It becomes believable.
1: It's like getting crane kicked in the face. If it were comfortable,
0: (laughs) no one would have issues with it,
1: right? But it is like getting crane kicked in the face.
0: It uh, yes, I, I would mean, imagine I've never been cranked, but I became a master <laughs> crank kicker when I was a kid. I couldn't do no, one now. We but all as a know kid, that I crank kick superior. I, I don't to know about else. that. I I, I was it's in pretty the video, legit. dude. Come on, that that so, and 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 pulling a sword out of my back, <laughs> which was really just a a, 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 a wrapping paper roll, oh. and saying, I, "I have the power." power. Or sometimes by the power of gray school, but it depends by on how power. what type of mood. Which is kinda of dark. I have the power. That's kinda of dark. He man, man. So let's uh Teenage let, Turtles Turtles was always key for me, but He Man was good too. Glorious. Um
1: so let's let's tie yeah, this together. Let's hit the points, okay. right? Okay. So okay. the idea of knowing thyself is this notion of visual vis, visualization. Okay. Yeah, i, and, I and 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 it's really the dividing line, folks, is this notion of am I of worth? Am I worthy of love and belonging and I'm not. And if you believe that you're not worthy of love and belonging, if that wound is there, don't believe it. Even if you've done some horrible thing, and made a really horrible choice. We understand that you've made that choice from a place of distress. Doesn't make it okay. You're responsible for the choices that you made under duress. But we understand that you made that from a place of duress. Be honest with yourself about it. Look in the mirror and don't excuse it, but be aware of that trigger. Know what that's about, but it's not true that you don't matter. It's not true that, yeah. that you don't belong or that someone doesn't care about you or that and you're just not capable. Question it, right? Just yeah, question don't it. Believe don't, it. Don't, don't
0: give in to just it's fact. Try to question, could it be this? Could it be that maybe there's another reason I feel that way, but it's not actually true. Just try to question it. Yeah. And that can open up your mind to accepting something different. Sometimes if we just try to force it, right, right. and that's more that CBT right. mentality is right. try right. to, to right. prove wrong, yes. try to force. No. And that's there's nothing wrong there's, with CBT. There's got to place, but sometimes to place. you've got to be gentle with your mind because yeah. your mind well, is and very your rigid. Soul, and your soul, right? Yes. Because you've
1: built up that wall, yeah, for, for years. a reason, for, for years. a reason, yeah. right? But question: take the blocks out of that wall. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I guess I'm inviting you to dare to believe that that idea that you're not worthy of love and belonging isn't true. It's not true. So you've got to visualize, you've got to find a story. You've got to take a look at your story and, and be willing to, to get it in order so that you can see where you made bad decisions or where others made bad decisions out of fear, like we've talked about and, and that that's affected you. So that visualization is key. Um, what are the other key aspects of, of knowing yourself, recognizing the emotional escalation and when it happens, yeah, right? That's what you were being talking able about. to Identify,
0: the, you know, the awareness is definitely key being able to identify, um, uh, what is the cycle, you know, what is the primary versus secondary reaction? Because we, we put so much faith in the secondary reaction is, is evidence of, us being bad. Explain that really a little bit more. That's the very primary. therapeutic
1: language. The so, first and secondary. So, the response.
0: secondary emotion would be me criticizing, poking, being irritable at Heather when instead of saying what is really going on underneath for me, which is I'm scared, I'm alone, I feel like I'm a horrible husband. So,
1: the work that you need, to, the work that we would encourage you to do which is this journal works huge, sure. is
0: to reflect why did I do that thing? Yes. And that's not easy because. Our mind's going to say, "Well, because, because I'm because what
1: they d- oh, I'm bad, or because of what they or, did. Yes. or blame."
0: Well, yeah, if the criticism's still present, if the blame's still present, right, the anger's still present, right. or eventually it, the anger criticism goes away and it goes back to the shame, right, and so we want to know what's underneath that, and right. that's hard. Some you might need a therapist to help you find that because that right. that may be hard to find on your own, but. Identifying that is so important because you can't really identify your cycle and name it and separate it from and you then write without, a new story. Yeah, without knowing right. that.
1: Yeah, because you've got because because the whole idea is that you want to rewrite the story. Yes. Right. You you you've got to become the hero of your story and not in a not in a fantastical way like winning well, the all I valley. I would say torment. not even
0: rewrite the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, reauthor. But, but, reauthor. You, you
1: want to identify the true story. Yes. Right. Excellent. That's a great reframe. So I I would say reauthor author the story from a place of truth versus yes. the
0: lie that you've learned from the trauma because even johnny even johnny I don't know, dude. can <laughs> he can he can find the truth in his story and i think he will i think I, of course i'm a therapist i'm all for johnny finding. i his think story. i think that he will and i think that he he has already it's evident
1: that he's on his way. Yes. Huh? That's great. That's cool. I'll have to check out Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. All right, did we hit all the, the main points that we want to try to get across about I, knowing
0: thyself? I think so. I, I think so. I, I think that this is definitely a topic we could revisit in we the have future. To. Well, it's and, gonna come and, up. And we could, you know, we could talk more too. But what I would love to know is if anyone has things maybe that that they think contribute to to really having a good um self view and and and, and or questions well i think it's the idea
1: yeah absolutely and i think you know look find the story to build a positive aspect of yourself around yeah. whether it's faith whether it's you know a hobby whether it's a purpose i mean this is what i was trying to talk about earlier that that we got away from of, of of visualizing right like we you know there is a story i think in all of us of something great that we want to do and i don't mean great like you know, cure cancer or, you know, win sure. the All State Valley tournament, under eighteen tournament. Like sure, that might be great. But I mean like meaningful things. I think this is another key of knowing yourself that I don't wanna get I don't want to end this podcast but without highlighting to some level of that that I think another aspect of knowing yourself in a way to self actualize, to be confident and capable and 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 connect with the sense of love and belonging with yourself and with with your family or friends or community is the idea of my purpose and meaning. Like I I really think it's essential for people to cultivate that sense of meaning where, cause we need it. Like we know what's superfluous in life and, and nonsense like social media, right? Like I think this is something that's going on today with our, with our, with our, with our, um, with our teens is that they're wrapped up in all this stuff and it's fine it's fun it's entertainment the, the conversation i was having with my kids about media it's like look i'm fine like video games are fun like that's fine but it's entertainment it's not purposeful meaningful life and you've got to cultivate something that makes you a useful contributor to your family and your community and if you don't do that you you know that you're not fulfilling a, a potential that w- is within you to do something meaningful for somebody other than yourself, whether that's artistically, whether that's in helping and saving and protecting, whether that's in, you know, whatever the many mirrored of opportunities are in life, that's really essential to do. Yeah. You got that? I think it's great. I had to, I had to riff on that for a second. You're good. All right, man. Karate kids, legit.
0: Thanks all. Don't sweep the leg. Don't yeah. sweep the leg. No. Or put anyone in a you're body bag. Unless you're like a <laughs> coroner. I don't know bag. who does that. Who does body bags? Coroners? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe like you're the best paramedics. Around. Never going to let you down. You're, you're the best
1: around. The all right, Thanks, folks. All. Good times. Come see <laughs> us again. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Ring that bell. Thanks for being with us. Bye. See you.